This is not the frontier. There are people fucking living here. It is not the frontier. It's just a different place than you've been. Welcome to End of the Wormhole with Larissa and Lauren. I'm Larissa Maestro, and sadly, we're missing my number one, Lauren Lowen, this time. And actually, it's not sad that we're missing her because she just had a baby. So she is on maternity leave, which we offer here at Into the Wormhole, although uh, we don't make any money, so we can't really help her out in that way. I'm offering emotional support and uh, Star Trek memes is what I'm offering well for done. maternity leave well compensation. Yes. Well done. <laughs> I mean, but uh that would make me happy. But with me <laughs> But with me today are two friends of the pod. I'm so excited to have them on the show. I've been on their podcast and now they are on my podcast and such is the way of quarantine. <laughs> the, the podcast so the quarantine podcast loop. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like musical chairs but with podcasts. It really is. And no one changes chairs. <laughs> no, everyone just sits in the same chair yes. the whole time. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Uh we've got Tavius Marshall and Ashley Marshall here on the pod today. Uh their podcast is The Mixer, yep. which is a podcast that's about mixed race perspectives and uh I was super excited to be on uh as a guest a few months back it was that was super fucking fun to just talk to a bunch of other mixed people about being mixed i'm so very that glad kind of shit it's just you don't get to do that much strangely so. enough no yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. very much a where's waldo of us and when we spot each other across the room it's like fall <laughs> shining light spotlight i've seen you in my dreams <laughs> like every time it really is it's it's a beautiful beautiful moment when it happens yeah so uh, I wanted to ask you both uh, what your relationship is to Star Trek, because I already know you both are into Star Trek, but also that you're both super nerds yes. and love sci-fi in general. So specifically, like, which was your show? Which was your end to the franchise? Like, what is it about Star Trek that you like? Was it a thing that you watched as a kid? That kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was... Uh, I, I remember... I was I'm born in 81 so I'm a I'm a you know it was on the original was on reruns when I was very little but I I was more Star Wars when I was then but then TNG came out and my world just yeah. changed like I I don't know why but I was just like into every bit of the weirdness and the talking like like it yeah I, so I just, much talking so much talking like it, it you rarely in TNG till you know the last bit get to see much shaking um cam shake with the, the <laughs> nice which you know it's the best action in the world but i mean uh at that point it just took me so then you know with the rest of everything i just i had to just keep watching it and so it's been a constant love hate uh obsession ever since you know star trek is just on the background of my life now like literally it's yep. i love streaming services so much because it oh, just yeah. 
just, I just chase play a Star Trek and Star then Trek go do something. <laughs> so, Ashley, yeah. what about you and your Star Trek um, story? I was I was raised a Trekkie. Same. My mom was a hardcore Trekkie, and she had been in love with Leonard Nimoy since she was like fifteen, and was obsessed with Star Trek, and she she had told me the story about her going to see uh, Wrath of Khan when it came out, and she said it was the only movie nice. she ever stood in line for tickets for, and she stood in line with a broken leg for tickets to see oh that movie, God. and then she got in, and she got to the end, and she goes, and Spock died, and I was so pissed. <laughs> she was too <laughs> fucking angry, but... She was one of those people that had, like, she had one of those giant books that had, like, a full schematic of yeah. the Enterprise in it and stuff and all the, yeah. So I don't ever remember seeing TOS for the first time. No. That's how much I was it raised. Was like, I don't remember my yeah, first yeah. episode yeah. of the original yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do remember seeing Wrath of Khan for the first time. And losing my goddamn mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh, want yeah. to live here forever. This is the best world ever. And then, of course, um, TNG came out. And my mom was so stoked for it to come out. But I could tell she was keeping, like, really low-key. And I don't think I really paid that much attention to the first season when I was a That's kid. That's okay. Like when I was a kid, because it was just, because it was so boring. Of TNG, yeah. Of TNG, because I was coming off of. It's legit bad. Oh, yeah. Well, it is. It's bad. But think, coming off of the original series movies, but I was ready for, you know, explosion, explosion, pew, pew, pew. And there was not much pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, first season. And the production value, going from from a major motion picture to. Well, to then the the budget that they were working with well, on TNG, but, which was much smaller. But yes. remember, even in the first episode of TNG, they still have a higher budget than episode two. They like, do. The, the film yeah, quality, the, the you know, I, I remember yeah. specifically like being little and the data scene with them in the river. Yeah. And like yeah. first seeing that and being like, ooh, this looks nice. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and then, then a weird the dude showing up with a judge thing and a bunch of creature aliens yeah. and I did not get the bit as a kid. I did not get I was just I, I was, did not understand. I felt permanently no. confused in yes. season one. Yeah. Like what's I was like I, oh, I would yeah. think that I was ready to understand what was going on and then they would do something just fucking ass backwards the next episode and I'm like, ah I'm confused. Anyway, all that to say I've been obsessed for a very long time. Yes. And continue <laughs> to flog myself with any new Star Trek that comes out. Yes. Just yes. because I must. Yes. 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 Occasionally I'm rewarded I, with that and occasionally I am reminded of my own self-punishment. Yes. All of us Star Trek fans, I think, can't help but revel in that self-punishment of loving it so much but also hating things about it. And that was pretty much exactly why I asked y'all to do the pod today <laughs> because I... So I sent Ash and Tave... One prompt for this episode. <laughs> and that prompt was a meme that I myself made. <laughs> of uh, It's a screenshot of two screenshots <laughs> from the new series Lower Decks. Right. And they were sitting next to each other in my photos on my phone. 
And the this character was like cut in half and looks like he's looking one direction and thinking one thing and looking the other direction and thinking a completely different thing. And here I am like fucking trying to describe a meme. Like <laughs> the most uncomfortable thing to do in the world. We do but, sound like uh, grandmas right now. trying to. <laughs> right? So it's this square oh God, with so a photo so of a green good. man in it. I like specifically on a podcast with that uh, we're uh, describing a something on describing the internet. Describing a fucking meme on the internet. So while you're on the internet, uh, so here's that. a description of the internet. While you're on the internet, yeah, I will repost this meme for, for you guys, but... Uh, one side is, uh, I love Star Trek, and the other side is, a militaristic hierarchical colonial colonial system does not work for freedom; it works against it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. And these are things that I think deep inside myself, and I see occasional conversations about in the Trek fandom, but I don't see people like really diving in there, with the exception of probably one other podcast called Women at Warp, and they nice. really do dive in on the shit. Like they talk about ableism in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. They talk about native representation on Star Trek. This is like stuff that most people are just not interested in talking about because nobody wants their favorite thing to get spoiled, you know? Why are you not trying to spoil it? Trying to make it better. Yeah, we're here to rip apart the things we love so that we can make them better. Yes! So that we can become better people. Yes! Yeah, and understand our own psyches. I agree. So my thoughts on this are basically like, I do fucking love Star Trek. I love the heart, the 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 inner core of Star Trek yeah. at its core yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. It's the way it's the facade around it that sometimes just doesn't it it finds it finds itself in cognitive it, it, dissonance with with the core of the show. Yes. Yeah, in uh like in Picard, for example. Uh, I had a glorious cross moment of because you know while they're trying to discuss and they're not fully really discussing the merits of colonialism in Picard and right. all the other right. problems but that while they, they, they could while yeah, they very well could they they, they, could they, have. they brought they brought a bunch of them up and then we're like we're gonna walk away from them now just like, like just Picard like, just Picard well it's true like uh, but the mo- oh my god totally true but yeah. but the uh, the the Riker save them moment. Uh, you know, at the end where it's, you know, seeing that many Federation ships there That's to true. the rescue, I go, yay, the That's good true. of what I've also been watching them be trash for these mm-hmm. past 13 hours that I've been watching yes, the series. Exactly. Like, it's the dichotomy it is- there of like, yay, they saved the day, but uh, they're Yes. But that's literally a military fleet. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. They are saving them through force of fear. Literally came in with guns to save him. Mm -hmm. That's called calling boys. Literally did. Yes. And we'll usually get you arrested. Right? Picard is an interesting... I'm I'm so excited that you brought up Picard because uh, that makes me specifically think of uh, the way that they wrote that whole uh, part of the story with uh, the Romulan homeward world being destroyed Mm -hmm. and how like the reason that happened instead of it being that the prime directive is shit. Right. Mm -hmm. It, it is that there's a small sect of dissonance within Romulan culture that infiltrated the Federation. And that's why things went wrong. It, instead of it being right, it's not the Federation itself. 
Yes, yes. Exactly. The blame like, still the, is well, on the Romulans. Exactly. Yeah, the, it's not the Federation move that they did, which is, oh, well, we can't we can't risk as much. Well, everybody got scared during the, the, the rebellion. Yeah. And so now we're just going to say fuck right off to a whole group of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that never really got, uh, finalized. Like Picard was like, I'm angry in an interview. And then he was like, uh, I'm an old man. I forget about things. <laughs> yeah, like you know, nothing else yeah. happened after yeah. that. And you're like, seriously? Yeah. Well, and I mean, at best it's promoting, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, uh, a rebel mentality to the whole concept. To what, like, the I'm boomers? Just, yeah, of like, like <laughs> I'm just going to get old and reroute it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, fine if you're old and you don't remember you, what it's like to be a good guy. And, if you're old and you don't like the system, go get your own gang of people. Is that is that what the, yeah, the moral real, right? of... Uh, like, yeah. Riker, you know that's a militia, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Technically. Put together your own militia of alcoholics. Yeah, absolutely. what you did. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly what you did uh, and yeah we're exactly. all re- i mean as long as we understand that we're all rooting for the militia like i get that yeah that's fine i have no problem rooting for the not good guy yeah but y'all yeah. need to know you're not the good guys yeah. like yeah. that needs yeah. to be addressed at some point yeah. and it pissed me off that the federation was only ever the obvious bad guy when it was like data's a person and you're like, yeah. really? Yeah. This is what we're angry about yeah. the Federation not being cool with? Yeah. Like, like there are so many other reasons to be mad at the Federation. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. And, I mean, but the, the problem is that we're all, I mean, I, when I say brainwashed, I, I mean, like, in a general sense, we're all brainwashed to think of colonialism as a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right. In general, in culture, but also within the framework of this TV show, we're brainwashed to think that these are the good colonizers. Right. Right. Like they they're they're I mean, the Federation are textbook colonizers. Absolutely. Like yes. they make colonies. Absolutely. They're expanding yes. their the reach of the of franchise. Their empire. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's an empire. Yeah. So um, I mean, I'll. Maybe a democratic empire, but I mean, in some way, but it's still an empire. It's not even democratic Um, because you don't, they don't have, they still have a fucking president. That's fine, but you don't have a president on the colonies, would you? Also, you would think it would be under. Do people vote in the Federation? Would it be states rule? Planets rule? Never. Is is there voting? Never discussed. Is it like, how do they elect? How do they elect it? But is it like, do colonies get to vote? But is it planet rule? Right. So, like, if the if the if the Federation has a colony on another planet, is it planet rule for the colony, except for like criminal Feder- charges? Except for Federation Feder- policies, right? Where and, you like you need to be extradited or shit like that. Yeah, to, like yeah, can't yeah, do this. Yeah. You can't have these. Human I mean, crimes it's hierarchies such. within hierarchies within hierarchies within hierarchies, right? Absolutely. Like it's it's all that's that's how this entire world has been built. It's like each because there are there are those. Uh, there are like things that a planet has to do in order to be accepted Absolutely. into the Federation. So they have to get all their shit. Uh, they have to get their shit together. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like if you live in a fascist regime on a planet, yeah. you're not getting any help. Exactly. Pl- that it's, it's your problem. Yeah. Right. So prime directive. Is, right. Is, like, yeah. But also no prime directive says, go fuck yourself. But argument prime directive um, also says no interference. So it's like, yeah, it only says no interference if they don't have enough technology. You notice, right? If, if right, they can, right. if they've achieved warp drive and all all this other technological advancement, then the Federation is allowed to approach them 
about becoming part of the Federation. So it really is not yeah. a prime directive. It's the don't ask them and don't make yourself known until they have good enough shit we can use. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it's like all of the all of the trappings of an empire, all of the trappings of a colonialist system, but like draped in this future utopia garb. Yeah. You know, that that like what they're doing is they're extending a hand, right? They're extending a hand to these cultures that are just coming into their own and discovering warp drive because they're going to connect with with other cultures that have the same technology anyway. Sure. So they might they want to make a make it a thing. But really also it's it's fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Well I <laughs> Entirely. mean and, and honestly like <laughs> If you would really want to think about it, like, wouldn't you want to intervene probably once whatever society gets to nuke tech to technology? You know what I'm saying? Like, at that point, you could right. go down and be like, by the way, this is what the future could look like without blowing each other up, guys. So, you know, here's a thing to achieve and we could talk to you and blah, 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 blah. Versus like, oh, you can now travel in space. I mean, like, in uh, First Contact, right? Mm -hmm. Was mm -hmm. that culture in any way prepared or deserving of the warp technology? Like, they were just transient, like, after-war apocalypse assholes. Well, it was technically exactly. that uh, Cochrane had figured it out. Well, I know what I'm saying, but I'm just saying, like, there's nothing earned that they... The whole oh, society no. hadn't ele elevated to a... No. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're One doing drunk this asshole figured out right. how to go real fast. Right, exactly. And then like, the and fucking Vulcans showed up and we're like, here's all our tech. And, and the, and the like, Federation, that's the fucking truth. And, yeah. and the Sorry, Federation yes. standard is because of the Vulcan standard yeah. that they inherited. Yes. Yeah. So, like... What, the standard doesn't that doesn't mean that you've achieved anything better. And if you were helping people, you'd probably do it when people made nukes. That's well, all I'm saying. No shit. Like, but the yeah. Vulcans don't help yeah. people either. Oh no, which Vulcans is why, are not which for is, helping. No, but which is why the Federation still no. doesn't help people that much because they're still so afraid of what the Vulcans think of them. The Vulcans oh, yeah, still are like too. they're they are the fucking rulers of space so far. Vulcan as daddy. far as the Federation got all this is concerned, Vulcan daddy yep. energy going on. Yes, seriously. So they're oh always my god, looking. Vulcan daddy energy. This is a <laughs> new is. thing. Yep, it's a real thing now. Just letting everyone out there know, Vulcan daddy energy is a real thing. Um, hundred percent. Sarek had Sarek had so much Vulcan daddy energy. Dude, all of it. All of uh, all, all of the Sereks have actually. I'm, 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 like, I'm pretty much every a fan of Sereks. Every single iteration. Like, yeah, yes. I like, I like Every single Sarek. Yeah. Yes. It's so true, though, because, so I really, I'm interested in talking to you guys about uh, DS9 mm -hmm. and how DS9 handles this specifically because I feel like the, DS9 is the only series so far that really actually even gets even close to talking about this shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, Everything else is like the Federation is perfect. The Federation is perfect. Mm -hmm. The Federation's amazing. There are just some bad apples, right? We've right. heard these things before. And then they just have stop it rebels with like spiky hair. It's always a big spiky hair rebel right? group. Right? That are oh just no. Like... TNG, it's more shaggy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They're, they're always yeah. shaggy. Yeah. There's there's not that's yeah. how you know there's the difference between the military Hamilton federation rebel though too. And the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's also still... that one too. There's yeah. that one. The not Linda yeah. Hamilton but, one. Yeah. But there's also there's also the uh the um the baby boomer admiral that goes yep. off their mm -hmm. chain yep. every yeah. once in a while. But they're they're just it's just like we got uh What's her fucking name? Oh, Jean Simmons. We got Jean oh, Simmons. Yes. She's going to come in. Everyone's going to love her. And then we're going to realize that she is 
broken. Yep. Yes. Yep. You know? Exactly. We're gonna have we're gonna have like random admirals come in, be power hungry, yep. and then get get uh embarrassed. Oh royally you know? embarrassed. But like but it's not but they never say that this is indicative of something bigger, a bigger systemic problem within the Federation. It's always never. like here's a but it, but it's like why would these people be getting to this point yep. if there wasn't a bigger systemic problem? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like if we're not like why are we not talking about Romulan racism? No That's shit. a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about that in uh they talk about that in uh the drumhead briefly. Right. And then it's never really talked about again. Well, if we're talking about specifically about the Romulans, yeah. though, there's also that episode with, um, uh, oh my God, Picard and Data are looking for Spock, and they go to Romulus looking for yes. Spock. But they actually have that Unification. whole conversation. They have the whole conversation about how, you know, well, they want to be, they don't want to be caught there with or looking like Vulcans. Yeah. So there's like, yep. there, there are, it's in brief passing, and it's not really until the what like episode three or four of Picard when they actually that they really actually address it yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean those those things the the whole uh concept of of like just in general in sci-fi also the monolithic alien yeah. race mm-hmm. is is just it's it's a thing it's a thing that I want to do an entire episode about specifically uh Josh talked mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. when they were on the podcast talking about mixed race representation on the show uh specifically that one episode of voyager mm-hmm. where they split balana into mm-hmm. lovely like uh Great. oh my god no mm-hmm. thanks um, so much because we uh, all absolutely that. not i think jo- what josh said was uh maybe not do eugenics yeah, yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> just as a as a general rule just just as a general rule maybe not do that i'm i'm interested in how uh, to me, I feel like when I watch DS9, I'm like, I'm always like, oh my God, fucking finally, they're finally talking about this. Yes. And then they get there and then they barely brush the surface yep. and then they pull back again because well, still the Federation has to be the hero, right? right? So like the Federation, we're talking about them being colonials. We'll talk, we're talking about them and their relationship with Bajor, trying to get Bajor into the Federation, oh right? And then in order to balance them, to make them t- still be the good colonizers, mm-hmm. yep. they bring in the Cardassians and the Dominion. Yep. And now we have bad colonizers yep. and good colonizers. Well, of course. And here's Bajor in the middle, like fucking Puerto Rico. No shit, well, man. It's like, you know what I mean? And and here's the thing is it, like early in it they they address the conversation which is you know the wormholes the MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh for yeah. the the drive and they're like, "Oh, now that Bajor has something you want, everybody's going to come here and start working on this stuff." Right? Exactly. They address yep. it. They address the MacGuffin, yeah. but like a MacGuffin, everybody stops working on it. Nobody yeah. goes like, "Oh, this is a problem we should address." In this whole situation, no. they're just like, "I guess that's the problem. Yes. You're right. Let's keep living in it." <laughs> like yeah. Yep. But yep. Like, we you rarely do you get episodes that are entirely about the wormhole, right? Yeah. And you would yeah. think, and usually like Cisco is involved in some sort of oh Bajoran Jesus kind of way. Like, no shit. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. will address yeah. that no. whole bullshit in just a second. White, sa- first- white savior Cisco. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a whole thing going on there. <laughs> white savior Cisco. No, he Sisko. does. Okay. Sisko. Well, no, we're coming back. We're coming back to white savior Cisco. That is amazing. It's true. My first evolution thing I want to talk about, though, is not the main one. It's the one that carries over from TNG. So my big issue 
like I have characters on like main characters on TNG specifically is with Worf. So when we see any other Klingons ever anywhere, like when you first see Worf, you see that he's got the, um, was it like a, a bandolier on, right? Yeah, I like to call it his sash. Right. Yeah. I, I would say yeah. sash, but yeah. it's not quite a sash. Yeah. It's awesome. In the beginning, it was like, sash. Yeah. It had like some yeah. frill to it. Yeah. Then it it's got like, a little It's like hard. a Miss America sash. Yeah. It was. Yes. Miss Universe yeah. sash. Yeah, it got yeah. harder as time went on. Then it went turned on. into links. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. So the whole deal with this thing was what it felt like he was so proud that he wanted to wear his culture, his culture into Federation. In his uniform, right? right. However, yeah. how the fuck ever why is his hair straightened and short yep he literally right? this literally means that Worf wakes up an extra hour and a half before he has to be on the fucking bridge yep. and flat irons his fucking hair every yep. day absolutely because 100%. as you watch his evolution further and further into TNG until finally when he gets on DS9 and he's so far from the fucking Enterprise and his hair actually just has curls and it's back in a ponytail yep like Yep. Yep. Motherfucker was flag ironing his hair to fit in. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. 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 There's so much to unpack with Worf. I mean, with uh just just like the whole concept of his backstory and like him being adopted by human parents and his the whole like Kidimer him be him being uh um orphaned because of Kidimer Mm -hmm. and And then violently enforcing a culture he was not raised in upon On his a child. Son. <laughs> yes. Yes. For oh no God. apparent and, reason and then, whatsoever. Yeah. And then also flat ironing his son's hair. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Into the same helmet. Yeah. Because if but, you remember. The, it's uh, not a Klingon style. It's K- not. Kalar no. didn't wear hair like that. No. 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 So what's with the flat iron? Yep. No, no other. Pr- he's no, the only Worf's one. Brother, he's literally the only one. Worf's brother no. Gowron. None of them have. None of them no. have. They're all wild curly no. hair. Yep. All of them. Yep. No. Still an intrinsic whiteness to the Federation yep. that he was still like. I got a straight. Did they tell Worf he couldn't graduate the academy unless, unless he, he had straightened his, his hair? hair. <laughs> 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 it still yeah. is is a, a, a point that. You know, whiteness is still the colonization of the future. It, oh, it completely you know is. It, it, uh, it's, yeah, it's still the the interesting back lying tie that apparently straightens your hair is is, is, is necessary. Is, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I was excited that, that, in Picard to see like Federation uniforms with dreads on the shoulders. Yeah, like yeah, I, to yeah. see yeah. weird hair yeah. was actually really cool. Yeah. But yes, yes. And then, I mean, I'll I'll just say in general, in the new series, that shit is really fucking awesome. Absolutely. To see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, it's fucking great to see that on Discovery. I uh-huh. have not started season three of Discovery not yet, but like I have seen the shots of Sonequa Martin-Green uh-huh. and she looks amazing. Uh-huh. Yep. Like she looks, she is so fucking gorgeous. Yep. I know. Bow now. Just it's not fair. Just like let her do. Just like let her do it. And yep. they were just like, yeah, let's do it. Yep. Yes. It's just it's fucking great. It's yep. fucking great. Michelle Heard. Michelle Heard's like yep. fucking oh curls yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. To because, all of it. To because honestly, it. you know that most of that shit. If you're trying to be a, a ship of exploration, first of all, at any point. Yep. 
Um, you're not supposed to be there for military combat. Yep. Which means that you shouldn't have to enforce regulation hair, right? right. So if yes. you're trying to do combat, that doesn't mean it has to be off of your shoulders, off of the neck, right. you know, secured to your head so that no one can grab it or twist any right. of that shit. So I don't understand why everybody had these fucking crew cuts, pull their hair all the way up and all this kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, why they yeah. gave a fuck that Troy was, wasn't wearing a uniform when, I, I don't know, Crusher has her hair out in like a fucking Miss America blowout every day. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, Crusher's hair is next level. Crusher's wigs are yes. just who, who, who. Well, this brings me to like one of the very few talking points I actually yep, yep. wrote down, Hit some which is that uh, interestingly, I'm not sure if y'all know this, but uh, Gene Roddenberry was a cop. A what? That makes all the sense in the I world. I feel like I do know that. Oh, yeah. 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 Roddenberry was first, he was a pilot in the US Army Air. Yeah, yep, right. Knew that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh then he was a, a commercial pilot for Pan Am. There's an incredible story of a crash that he was in where he like saved a bunch of people's lives, which is kind of amazing. That's awesome. Um it's it's like I I read it and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what? This I mean, I'm here reading about this person that like created a franchise that I love mm-hmm. and I'm like seeing where all these things came from, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I feel then like, yeah. he was yeah. yeah. Then he was a cop in the LAPD from 1949 to 1956. Mm-hmm. First he of all, he became you. this right, mm-hmm. right. He became the speechwriter for the chief of police. So he was not on the streets for very long. He right. became the speechwriter for mm-hmm. the chief of police. This was all while he was writing scripts and submitting them for open calls all the time in LA because that's what he really wanted to do. Right. Uh, and his scripts at the at that time were mainly westerns and police dramas, Absolutely. which makes sense. Total sense, right? Because like I'm thinking about, uh, he has so much experience within a military hierarchy, so that system oh, yeah. is Absolutely. very familiar to him. And then on top of that, westerns are inherently colonialist, and. But also, oh, totally. they're about exploration, and they're they're about the um, the frontier ideology. You know, right. absolutely. The, like, the manifest the destiny. Mm-hmm. Yes, manifest exactly. destiny. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but they're also very they're white centric. Yes, all of those stories are white centric. Yes, which and, is why. And, and, and I mean, you can see the epitome though of of Kirk. I mean, Kirk is a Western hero. Like, oh, he's yeah. John Wayne. He, yeah, he entirely is is his biggest problem is the Federation is like he's hitting people too much. No, like, you know, no, his and, biggest problem is that he has to work and he doesn't have time to bone the bitches he wants to bone. That's true. That's he always true. goes like, oh, I guess I got to go do this thing the Federation oh sent me to do. Oh, my God. Every it's single true. time. And Spock. And Spock, in a lot of ways, is a cop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And let's not, let's not forget that Spock um, also gets his fuckery on many a time. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does. He sure does. Fucking he sure does. Shit. It's interesting that there's this this framework that he was working in. He's, like, he, of course, like, here he is. He's a cop. He's a uh, a pilot. Uh, I don't think he was a, sh- I mean, technically a soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and yet he's... He's trying to reconcile this this structure that he's familiar with with mm-hmm. this 
idea that he has of this future utopia where everyone is free. Right. 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 Everyone is equal. Right. right. But the structure it's that you're using this, to show that yeah. just does not work with that idea, bud. Yes. Right. The, the, the structure is upholding yes. that is, is like upholding what is, is, uh, is tearing this idea down because you know what with, happens well, yes. holding this well, idea right. back. And you have the Federation that does that. You end up with Firefly, which is you get the yeah. Alliance and yep. everybody fucking else right. who is not part of the Alliance. Right. Yeah. And scrounging and, you know, you, you're which, outside I mean, of where all the goods and the right. safety is. I, I literally yeah. think Roddenberry would scream in rage if he found out or watched DS9. Like, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, he has, he has the, he had, he had the whole no conflict thing in TNG. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. And that yes. is a yes. message of colonialism as ever, mm-hmm. which is Absolutely everybody's true. perfectly fine with shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you're gonna take your don't, shit and everyone's, gonna be, everyone's yeah. gonna be fine with it. Everybody's living in harmony. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Everybody's living in harmony. Mm-hmm. Nobody would be upset by the things that are going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It, it doesn't. It's so that's so true. It doesn't matter what happened to your wife. Dude, get no over shit. it. Which is why I'd be sad that his mom died. <laughs> yeah. No, the kid which, would yeah. totally understand. Yeah. And Cisco's yeah, whole motivation yes. is like that first episode where he's talking pain. to Picard. Yeah. First episode yes, where he yes. meets Picard and he's supposed to you're you're all ready for it to be like TNG handing off the mantle to DS9. These but guys no. are gonna be best buddies and pals. Yeah, and it's gonna be great. But yeah. no, like Picard starts with the friendly thing, and you know, I'm ready for Cisco to be like, I'm ready to get to work. No, not happening. He's like, yeah. no, fuck you, dude. You killed my wife. Yep. And I'm like, oh, yep. snap. Shit. Yep. Okay. He's like, fuck you, Wolf359, bitch. Yes. I, I and I love Picard's reaction. I don't care if it was Robot yeah. You. You did it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I love Picard's reaction, too, because his face just drops, and he's like, there's literally nothing I can do here. Yep. Yeah. Like, all, all hope of fixing the situation right here is gone. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I just need to make sure that he didn't come across the table at me. Like, yeah. that is my only goal here. Yeah. Just make sure yeah. this man does not Absolutely. come across the table at me no. and Absolutely. get out of here alive. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't it's, be cool either. And I love that they kept that. So do I. So do I. And I totally am on the same page about that. Roddenberry would probably not like it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He'd be he'd be pissed. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of DS9 in a lot of ways was to break these tropes that Star Trek had written itself into. Absolutely. Yes. And that that's what makes DS9 so fucking good. Yeah. Is that it it changes it it flips it on its head, right? And then we end up with with uh the fucking Maquis, oh, which is yeah. again then even additionally an insult to the Federation because yeah. you have Federation officers leaving Exactly and forming their own militia mm-hmm. to protect Bajor. That is the Maquis, I think, to me, aside from the fact that like I'm I don't really like Eddington, like Eddington. Oh my god, that douchebag. Oh yeah, I, my I don't, god! Why? If they had Give gotten a different actor, yes. you know, I'm just like, come on! This some, guy is just like, he's just like a. I, oh, uh, I, it's like, I also, oh, also you knew to start with, like, oh, it's gonna be the Greg Kinnear motherfucker, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. always gonna be the Greg yeah. Kinnear looking motherfucker that's yeah. gonna screw somebody yeah. over. He he made he like made the Maquis come off as like selfish. Yes. Oh yeah, no, you know? no, it's, and, it's it's always it's the it is the problem in Star Trek of always the rebels even if they try to give them motivation one don't have any idea how to smile ever. Mm-mm. They don't have yep. any sensibility. Like they're always just these over tortured pain people, which is definitely yes. a white colonizer's perspective on what it's like yes. to be in a rebellion. Yes. 
never have any yes. culture of they their ne- own. They never have, and, and secondly, like their their goals are childish. Yeah, the, they're just like, well, I blow yeah. it up because I want I want more boxes, Captain. You know, I I our, my family didn't have enough boxes when I was a child, and other <laughs> families they had lots of boxes. There were tons of boxes, and and they're like, isn't this simple? Don't you understand? Just be friends, and then you go like. Yeah, that's not how this shit works. No, that's not how this shit no, and works. It's not box. Yep. It's not yep. boxes. My families are dying. Like, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's to- like totally, totally. Like Eddington aside, I mean, just just the fact that they did it, just the fact that they did an internal Federation rebellion. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Is is that wasn't step. led by earworms. Oh, exactly. Right? Nobody's possessed by a fucking disgusting alien. Yes. Right? This is all their own choice. Absolutely. Yeah. No one's... Nobody has... Yeah, no nobody one's... has a thing in their... No, nobody's head is going to explode. Right. No one's possessed by an you know? anger cloud. Or a, yeah. Yeah. Or a... God, you know, whatever. I, I, on the on the DS9 and the, the, the Maquis and the... Uh, Ro. Ro got to leave of her own volition. Um, yeah. And joined the bad guys, if you will. Well, yeah, but I'm still um, pissed that Kira's not. Yeah, I am still pissed that originally <sighs> yeah. Kira was supposed to be, be Rose. I know, I know. While I Kira know. grows on you over years, that first no, years, season, she, and she years, was petty. And years and yeah. years. Petty. Oh, yeah. Petty. Yeah. Petty. Yeah. Like, she was the tr- most, she was the triflingest basic bitch <laughs> the first four seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could not, yeah. could not stand the sound of her voice. Yeah. Like, she just... Era fucking tated me yeah. like every time she yeah. came into a scene, yeah. and whatever fucking I've seen, uh, Nana, what's her last name? Nana Visitor. Yeah, uh, um, she, yeah. I, I've like I've seen her in panels and stuff. Yeah, her shoulders are not that far up under her ears. Why was it no, necessary to throw like an extra three inches of shoulder pads up there? So she so all, much shoulder pads gave pad. her this like uppity Karen look to her all the time. Uh Uh-huh. So anytime she was even trying to have like a Kira was definitely full Karen. Like for for Full Karen. Just for quite some time. And what was it until until they started making her directly um in a lot of ways Kai Wynn's adversary. Yes. Mm -hmm. And until they wrote until they wrote it it uh it in such a way that it was like Here's this the Bajoran religion, right? right. And then here's Kai Wen, who is, who does is not. She's she's like uh, an evangelical Christian yes. pastor. Yes. And here's Kira, and she's like, I like. I think Jesus was cool, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know exactly. Exactly. And and I feel like prayer helps me in my heart, right? And I'm not about to bomb something anymore because I'm no longer a terrorist. Exactly. Like once they did, once they got that going, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I get now because because Kira is meeting Win on her own turf. Right. Kira is meeting Win on her own side, which is Absolutely. what I was. So then cool about. Kira, yeah, got all of this depth, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but before that, it was like, wow, you are just so fucking tightly wound. You're I don't, so like, angry. Like. I understand. Like, why is this how you have to write a woman in power? Yeah, like, why yeah do absolutely. You, like, why do you have to write a woman, like, this stressed out all but the yeah, fucking time? The, where, were we, where were we? DS9? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to DS9. <laughs> um, um, colonizing we're forces. Trekking. We're trekking Colonizing force that the Federation is and how DS9. I'm just thinking about this wormhole situation mm-hmm. and about how 
like right away the federation just becomes the caretakers of this wormhole mm-hmm. yep right yep and like how this wormhole contains the gods of Bajor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So the fuck y'all doing coming in here and policing this wormhole? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and the I mean, fuck are you doing? Well, and I mean their 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 claim on it is mostly diplomatic at best. Like Yeah, it is. Yes. Well, it's, isn't it's, the whole argument in the beginning that they want to offer their basically military forces to Bajor in order to strengthen them enough to be able to defend the wormhole on their own, use it as a resource. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yes, pretty much. Except yeah. that in the time it's taking them to repair DS9, which will never happen. Um, like they're going to, someone's going to need to shoot somebody at a waffle house and then go. The mayor's going to have to go. The mayor of space is going to have to go to them and they're going to be like, What's the one thing we can do to make this better? They're gonna be like, fix DS9, and then they'll fix DS9. Fair you know, enough. like how we got 440 fixed yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. literally yeah. the only way that all of DS9 is gonna be fixed. Other than that, it's just gonna be a permanent 440 of like potholes and, oh, yeah. and weevils chewing up shit, and no one's ever yeah. going to get okay. it running. Also, here here's here's the here is the other question, right? So like they, they had resource problems, not manpower problems. That's what I'm for, saying for DS9, right? Okay, sure. Like uh, uh, dilithium crystals, you can't reproduce, right? Uh, through a yeah. uh, replicator, uh, some various other materials. But when you can just, I don't yeah. know, produce raw steel, like what is the right. real trouble you're having? And if this right. wormhole is such a right. big asset to the Federation, why the fuck aren't they trucking supplies out yeah. there daily yeah. to yeah. get this thing right. in working yeah. order? Yeah. Right. When it's really the redhead right. steps out of the Federation, they don't yeah. send them anything. Especially when each time they keep finding out like, there's new god weird shit and then there's a whole nother race of like. Right. Yes. So, like, and then and the th- fucking Dominion comes yeah, through absolutely. the wormhole. Once you get to the I'm Dominion. Like, you can't I, I, spare, spare like, just some uh, a more fleet? resources. I, I, I personally would, uh, for the Dominion, I'd be like, we need at least a fleet around there. Probably yeah, but, guys. No, but, but yeah. the Federation is, is their response yeah. is always like, hmm. Sounds like you have your work cut out for you. Your dried fish will be there in three months. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only yeah. response they ever have is like, rations are on their way. Like, yeah, that's it. They don't go, oh, do you guys need backup? Or, hey, we got a couple of ships nearby. Or no one's I mean, ever near fucking by, by the way. No. The only thing I can think is that first contact took a really long time. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Like the movie first contact. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or or that all of the TNG movies took way longer than they seemed like when we were watching them and they they're taking up the whole time of DS9. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. And just the the Federation is dealing with with uh Shinzon right now. They're dealing with Tom Hardy right, right. now and yeah. they can't they don't have <laughs> yeah. the resources to deal <laughs> with DS9 in the wormhole. And you this know what whole, I'm saying? This whole massive intelligent species that have super tro- trooper soldiers that can destroy any right. group of whatever. Right. You guys get it, tiny space station. You guys get it. Right. You what? guys get it. We we're still dealing with the Borg Queen somehow. somehow yeah. Like yes. we're 
I'm yeah, sorry, we're Oliver. just. I'm, so what keeps <laughs> happening is every every time the every time the Federation Council gets together and we go on a vacation, we get these worms in our ears, and then we've got a DA yeah. program from the worms. Yeah, we got a DA gotta, program from the worms. I just, yeah. Yeah. It just, I just thought all the rations. Times. I just thought all the rations. They're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. We've got Malcolm McDowell <laughs> out of control. No, we can't. I, we can't. Ha- we can't deal with this right now. Malcolm McDowell is out of control. Okay. First of all, crazy. first of all, a silk, if a you brought Malcolm McDowell into any federation, y'all should have known that to begin with. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell has never McDowell, been like, under control. Second, never, never. Second, maybe um, all their supplies were just going towards all those lens flares. <laughs> like, oh, it's the lens flares. It just takes a lot. Yeah. They like, are burn off all those lens flares. They're it's, so expensive. It's true. It's true. Actually, it's, it just goes. Yeah. No, it just goes to LASIK for all the crew members who have like <laughs> injury like, oh from god. all those lens flares all the time. Oh my god! Why That's did they amazing. fill the ship for with lens flares? Why are there so many bright lights on the? It's why are they on oh the god. bridge? Anyway, but, yeah. um, the, I also wanted to touch on this this idea of good colonizers and bad colonizers. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ooh. this is interesting to me because especially taking into account. Gene Roddenberry's background. Yes. Because I always have to also remind myself that Gene Roddenberry and most most science fiction writers are white men. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Right? And and this is this is changing. There are more opportunities for people who are not white men to be writing science fiction or to be producing science fiction. Um but Especially at the time, it was like Gene Roddenberry. Here he is. He's a white guy, and he's getting a lot of advice from Asimov. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And and that is where this this world is built. Yes. From that viewpoint, even though it's it was pioneering of him to want um, to fight for diversity in uh-huh. the casting, mm-hmm. even though it was it was a revolutionary for him to be hiring women writers. Right. All of these things, Mm -hmm. right? That's important. His perspective was still a white savior perspective. Absolutely. It was still a colonialist perspective. And I, you know, as fans, we have to sort of like come to terms with that, that that's where this, this thing came from. Well, yeah. Right. So, well, and it's, you know, we can talk about the colonization and, and ableism and, and uh, the whole concept that ties together. They're like all the races that that look like bad guys are bad guys. You know what I'm saying? Like they yes. they, dis- they, they, de- they defer them from humans, the normal white guy look, as far as they can, and then they go, this is the yes. bad guy. I mean, we can talk about Oh, like- man, we're even talking about art direction here. Totally, 100%. That's so fucking true. In, in, in touching back on, you know, things that, that made Star Trek important to me, the fact that they would even touch half the things that they do was a lot for me in the time of, the, like, the 80s or the 90s or even the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Like, the half of the things that they would even touch now it's not enough, quite honestly, for the time yeah. that we live in for really addressing these things. Um, yeah. And they have to be really addressed because the Federation, as as you said, is a colonizing entity. Like, yeah. it's, it is, its purpose is to say you have to become this much like us mm-hmm. for us to even deal with you. Yes. 
Yes, exactly. You that you must conform, right? If you want our help, it's if like, you want our support, if you want access to our resources, they, they don't say resi- are, they don't say yeah. resistance is futile. They say you do your thing, which is pretty much futile, right? Which is why I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. so much more in Enterprise actually seeing the Zindi. Yes, which are mm-hmm. so many different races that like. I wanted to see if on I'm one if, alien planet. on one alien planet. If someone was going to yeah. you know, be like, oh, I'm exploring space. Yeah, where are my freaking fish people? And my, you know, insect, like people that only speak in clicks. Where are those motherfuckers? Like where, where are these yeah. people? And yeah. your universal translator suddenly works for only bipedal humanoid species. Like yes. I haven't seen yeah. a single six legged, whatever. Whenever you get one of those motherfuckers, you always have to shoot it with a phaser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you notice. Yeah, yeah. No one ever tries yeah. to decode the rock monster and what he wants to talk about. No one ever tries to negotiate with that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. has to look- And this is, this is an, again, another, another uh, symptom or another style of colonization, mm-hmm. if you will. Because if you think about that in terms of the way humans have colonized the earth, right? Mm-hmm. right? And the way we think about ourselves as separate from- or different yeah. or better than exactly. the other species that we share the planet with. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same sort of idea. Like the less human it looks, the more likely that Well, it's not that, even uh, less the less human, the less like me. You know what I'm saying? Like the less, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just yeah. it's just transfers of like like this this is the standard, which right now in America is whiteness, the, the white male standard. Yeah. But you know, the farther it is from that, so you brown too much, you woman too much, you get a ridge, you yeah. you have a finger that looks different, you yep. got it, you know what I'm saying? Like so your consciousness, yep. your conversation, your ability to uh function uh as an an entity don't matter as much as how different you look and speak from me. Right. Yes, yes. It's all like degrees of separation. The more the more degrees of separation you you have from me and the way you look from me the less I can relate to you. Right. And and the less I care about your existence. Yes. But yeah. then you the can... more likely it is that you're disposable. Right. Yeah. That that you're yeah. you're destroying this planet or doing something weird to it or, you know, hurting yeah. this other population. Or, or yeah. Or... Right. Or malicious and so right. 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 But then right. you could yeah. also argue if that if that's part of the argument, then no one should have been supporting Keiko's decision to keep teaching. When um, what's her ass came in to shut down the school because she was teaching them science? No, her no, her whole argument was that she was teaching them something that was outside of Bajoran beliefs. Yes, and yeah. believed not to be true. Right, the Federation is there to help aid Bajor. They don't have a colony on Bajor. Right, they are not yeah. in. They're not there to control. They, the, the Federation is there to control Bajor. That's the, I know, but the, I'm talking about on paper. But that's not what they're saying. They're not, that's not, that's what, they're not saying. what they're saying. Right. They're not there to take DS9 right. either. Right. So technically, it's not the federations. It's still Bajors. So they would have the say as to what they teach in their schools. And Keiko needed to keep her fucking nose out of it. No, she yeah. should. She no, should. I agree with her. Yeah. I agree with her decision and what she feels as a teacher. Uh-huh. I completely do. Yes. But if you're talking about federation versus... Yes. As a colonizing force. Yes. The Federation should have gone to Keiko and said, I understand your principles, but we're going to have to shut the school down then. Yes. Yeah. That's what they should have done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if we're going to talk, like, 
Because Prime Directive can't just stop once you uh, you go a warp thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it, not it, interference it, with cultures. Yeah. yeah. Like, if they're part yeah. of a Federation colony, then you have a say in what you would like to teach your younger children. At least the parents can choose whether or not to let them participate. But they're not even a colony. Right. They're just yeah. a, a completely other set of people. Yeah. So, too bad, Keiko. <laughs> Basically, like, I, I hate it so for interesting. you. It's so interesting because it's it's also like there, part there was part of me that was thinking like yeah it but it's a Cardassian station but now is it like is DS Nine a Federation station DS Nine is it's a under management outpost. it's under Federation it's management, management. Yes. Yes. right so so technically like this is it we're in the Bajoran system <laughs> yes yeah technically so Bajor fought is, off yeah Cardassia yeah well and and, so I, like, and either way on DS Nine at best you can get people who accept it you know what i'm saying like right yeah that's that's the best option you but no none of the bajorans want the federation there right like want them there no one like held held up a horn and called them and shit like yeah it really is just there as support yeah so they shouldn't have any say they're supposed to be an administrative scary ally that's that's their purpose is to be there so that Cardassia doesn't come back and fuck with them. Right. Like, yeah. I understand that it was a, um, it was a power play by um, the, what is her name, Kylie? By by Wynn. Yeah, Kylie Wynn. So. And she was not even Kai at the point. No, she wasn't. Vedic Wynn. Yes. She was campaigning. Yeah. Which I understood. I understood the purpose of that. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. I cannot say I laughed so hard. So hard when she started uh, screwing. Oh um, yeah! Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh my god! What's his name? Shit! Ducat. Yes. Oh whoa! Here go Gooseneck. I forgot about her with the god. Oh, my yes. God. I, okay. First of all, that dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he was blessed with that that goose of a neck. That he, wonderful Cardassian what neck. That beautiful with being neck. Cardassian with neck. Being perfect. It's just too that much makeup. neck, and it's perfect. It, yeah, <laughs> Mark Alimo has a neck. A I mean, neck. Th- there's a dude, reason that know? they were like, "Let's Cardassian him again," even though he's a different character. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Right. It just right? It was exactly. Perfect. But the second he showed up, because you can't not recognize him, you're like, "Oh my god, noodle neck, it's you." And then he yeah. started. I just, I felt my face like curl up into a Grinch grin, you know? And then yeah. the chuckle started and I'm like, ha, 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 bitch, you fucking the enemy. Oh. Yeah. Especially the worst of them, too. I know. Like, the worst of them. I know. Yeah. And that's what was so like wonderful. It's like you. Because she is also the enemy. Yes, she is. It's because oh, yeah. she is also the enemy. Oh, yeah. Yes. And she, like, that, I mean, that, like, well, her, she has she back has, in together. Yeah. She she is colonization. She's just religious colonization. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. she, she, she's a yes. fucking she's, Templar. She's just worried that other colonizers are coming to take her power. No, That's, she's a goddamn yes. Templar. She's, she is about yeah, corruption. She's Templar. Yes. She's she's like I'm gonna be uh, first minister and I'm gonna be Kai. It's yep. like it's more I, you know yep. like exactly. I, I it makes me think of like old. Uh, I just get a little Henry V on that. That's exactly what I was thinking of, like, <laughs> yeah. Medici, Medici family, uh, you know, <laughs> yep. that kind yep. of thing where, like, you yes. know, yes. Pope yes. and president kind mm. of situation where you're like, uh, the Rome the is, the, the, king. is yep. the power and everything, and you're like, okay. Yes, oh my God. Uh, again, Jesus. then again, here we are again at this place where 
DS9 had so many opportunities to address the different levels of of like the effects of colonialism mm-hmm. and the effects of imperialism, mm-hmm. like so many different levels, just because of the situation and the environment in which the story was based. Right. Mm-hmm. And exploring that because that's what the earth that's what the fucking earth is yeah exploring that 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 ecosystem basically right and it's it's interesting like like being a person who's who's living in a country that colonized the country that my mother's from right Mm -hmm. and like seeing the effects of colonization in my mom and in myself and in my mother's homeland Mm -hmm. yeah and like seeing the parallels between that and the things that happen on Star Trek, specifically in DS9. Right. Like I I as the person I am, and I know there are lots of people like me. I'm talking to a couple of them right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would be true, cool true, true. for for uh, there are lots of us. It would be cool. And also this this these stories and, and this information is stuff that everyone should know about. Like when I think about the things that I did not learn in school about American imperi- imperialism, right, about Spanish imperialism, yes. the things I did not learn that were things that happened in pretty recent history that were things that were that directly affected my family yeah. and my ancestors. Exactly. Like that f- that makes me really mad. Like there was a should. lot that I had to learn about that from my mother and not from social studies, right? Mm-hmm. But like I it would be so cool if my favorite show, which is a show that is like known for exploring these things, mm-hmm. would actually do it. Mm-hmm. Would I agree actually with you. like really dive in all the way and really like tear it. I want I'm tearing Star Trek apart because I want Star Trek to tear itself apart. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> No, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and then the, the 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 very concept of the you know to to make a more perfect unit to make a more perfect Star Trek. Let us yes. uh, discuss and uh, tear apart the things that are directly you know, like we said, he's directly Roddenberry is directly influenced by colonization. He's directly influenced by the way that America did colonization and the authorities that yes. he put in place. So it's impossible for him to not create that in a reflection way when he's not paying attention to it, to that very staple. But once the Federation yeah. and Starfleet have been created to be those things, we have to make in question that maybe Star Trek should make a better Federation or a better Starfleet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, and do I that... want to see Star Trek 17 follow the Federation? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. 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 I, do. yes, yes, I, I fucking want to see that. I want to see yeah. that because I'm here for the Star Trek, not the Federation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm here for Star Trek. I'm not here for the Federation. I yes. I want to see that because maybe that's what we need now. Yeah. Yep. You know, exactly. like I want to see a system get dismantled in the future. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to see a system that is not working. Yep. Get taken apart yep. and, and put, put yep. and put back together in a better way yep. that serves more people. Yep. Because that is always that is always and should always be the goal. That should always right? be the future. Especially that should the, always, that should be, always the future. be the future. Yeah. Yes. Well, that brings me to like my final thing, which was, which I feel like we just talked about anyway. <laughs> which was that like, what do you guys when you think about the future utopia and not thinking about Star Trek, just thinking about like what 
in your heart, what are what are your wishes and dreams about that? What do you want? Because I feel like everyone might have the same sort of like things that they they hope for. You know, like we all want equality and we all want everyone to be whatever. Everyone should be able to be themselves. All those things. But like what what do you see? Which I feel like those are givens. But for me, I feel like it's hard for me to say that or it's hard for me to give an answer because the answer should be something I can't think of. Because if I have thought of it, it's already a bad idea. Mm. (laughs) No. No, it means I'm already influenced by the stuff that I see around me and what's around me is not working. So whatever I put together. It's not a big enough dream. It's not a big enough change. Right, right. To what the system already is. I need somebody. But it could be a step in the direction of finding the thing that we haven't thought of, which is the whole point of science fiction. Well, that is true. Yeah. I think, to me, I, at least, I think we'll make of- holodecks and replicators, uh, and then nobody will ever work or do anything. So then we'll have Wally. Or produce. It'll be Wally. It'll be just everybody getting fat on, on uh, holodeck uh, Alps. On the ho- I, I walked up the holodeck Alps. I totally did it. I did it. It just floated like this far above the, the ground the whole ah! time. <laughs> yeah, I, so you so this see is a what Wally. you want. This is what you want. Oh no, no, no! I'm just pretty sure that's what's <laughs> no. going oh, to happen. Yeah, but so no, 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 ideals. So, okay, uh, no, so, ideals. No, what I would want was, uh, if if anything, I could take or put into a Star Trek future. It's like the concepts of lower decks, honestly. Like it's it's more yeah. based on the people who are doing the jobs not just flying the ship it's a lower life, decks a life a life more focused on the people who are actually doing the work than flying the ship okay so that's it's not like yeah. the, the 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 ceos the, the famous people yeah. they get all the cred versus the people who are fucking pushing the weight right i really love that sentiment a lot yeah i totally fucking agree with that the guy spending the 24 hours on the turbo lift is the guy who saved the day when they got up there <laughs> Right. The people actually doing the fucking thing. Yep. Are the people that are celebrated. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, there is also free food and teleporters, but like Yeah. Also, also that. that. I mean, definitely want free food and teleporters. That's a standard utopia package. Why am I yeah. not? Free food There's and no scarcity mindset anymore. No, not at all. We're not worried about the hierarchy of needs anymore. We're at, okay. we're at ideas now. Right. Which yeah. I, that mm, this is a last note to you can take to your next guess about the colonization of the Federation, but like how, if the Federation has grown out of their need for money, mm-hmm. then where are they getting the funds to pay people like Ferengi and all these other people that only will take payment to do jobs for them? Via colonization. So, no, but where are they getting this money? Via colonization. That's where they're getting latinum and other things. They're saying they're raiding it? No. They're mining it? They're politically raiding it. They are politically aligning and gathering resources through political bonds with other cultures that are becoming part of the Federation or dealing with the Federation. I see. Yeah, I mean, they they still deal in... uh, work payment labor situations so it's, like, it's, it's like just the outside most, of their system it's like the most ultimate of offshore accounts yes it's an off-planet yes, account yes, absolutely absolutely that makes sense okay yeah. then i i would want like whatever it would need to function that is not all of us freezing our asses off and standing out in front of a breadline 
to have money not mean anything. Yes. I don't have a, a system in mind for how that would actually work. Mm. But some in some utopian future where legitimately money does not play. Is not the option. And that is something outside yes. of yeah. my, my realm yes. of thought. I can't even is. compute that because right. I've been raised solely yes. to be able to compute things based around a capitalistic right. society. Right. I can't. My yeah. thought is when Fathom, you break it down, it always comes back. To it that. will always come back to money. I right. can't think yeah. outside of that. No one's shown me a different way yet. Yeah. So I am a hundred percent with you on that too. If you're I, out there aliens who know I how to I think about this money. regularly. Yeah. I think about this all the time. Aliens listening to our podcast. Please. <laughs> just, just. Come and get us. Just, yeah. <laughs> just take us with Not you. Not Vulcans or Romulans. Just come pick us or up. Or Klingons. It's cool. Yeah. Or please, Bajorans. Just come get us. Or Dominion. Uh, yeah. Not no, any not of those Dominion. people. No. Uh, not the board. I don't know. Someone, it, uh, someone we don't know. Not about. Q. Yeah, Star Trek's making me really no, scared please. of space. If we yeah, think what, about it, what aliens right, would we right, want to come right. get us if they're in Star yeah, Trek right? universe? Which ones do we want to show up? That's who true. Do we want who do we want to show up? Oh, who would want to come? This is a hard. This is a really hard question. The aliens. <laughs> The Bolians? The Bolians, maybe? The Barbers? No. Yeah. The Barbers? Yeah, yeah. With the, beta the... Zeds. Yeah. Beta Zeds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We want people to read our beta minds. Zoids. Beta Zoids. What? Yeah, the way they live. All naked mind reading? Sure. We'd still kill them. I'm fucking fine with that. I'm fucking I'm cool. fine with that. Naked, naked mind I would go room with Loxana, is what I would Loxana, do. Loxana, come get me. <laughs> I will mud bath with you in a second, bitch. Loxana, yes. I, I pray to you now. Come come rescue us yeah. from Seriously, this Seriously, can we make her one yes. of like our, our household gods? Mm. Loxana Choi. Just like, like right outside the door. Come and get me with your top notch outfit. Every single time. Yes, Mayo. Hitting it. Bring Every all your time. wigs. I'm here for all of it. Oh, and your always. slightly larger eyes. Well, yes. yes. I want those. Those oh. big old contacts? Mm, I do. Blackout contacts? Those that's what I want in the future. Contacts. That's that's my answer. I'm sticking with it. Is blackout contacts? Yes. No, I want splicing. Yeah. Splicing it's, in the future. I know you want splicing. Straight up splicing. I know. You want genetic splicing. Yeah, weird. I want like leopard spots and <laughs> oh shit. Oh, my God. Y'all, thank you so much for being on the show. We love um, to be here. Yeah. I had fun. Is, I'm, I mean, you're definitely coming back. Yay. You have no choice. I'm going to bully you into it. I'm excited. Um, it's it was hard to think of because like uh miss definitely miss my Lauren, miss my number one, but like I knew I had to do like some content while she was out and I was like, y'all were the first people I thought of. <laughs> well, I mean, and we can't let you go obviously on your voyage without your number one. Yeah. I know it's hard. We had to well, hard. we're just your it's fine. We we're gave just you two you're for the we're your two. away team currently. Oh, you're my away team. You guys, you guys I love that. <laughs> I love it. I'm not wearing red, am I? Oh. No. 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 We're all science officers. I was going to say, I am straight up <laughs> yeah. blue science officer, bitch. I don't get shot. I no, get cut out of no. this episode, so it's just you guys ghost talking to me through the whole thing. Oh, no. We just get <laughs> just like- die class. halfway through. No, we just get plasma <laughs> burns on like our forearms, and then we are in sick bay the rest of the episode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. That sounds great. I love sick bay. I know, right? <laughs> all the hot shit's happening in sick bay. Flox has cool oh, creatures. Yeah. Flox does have cool creatures. Well, everybody, make sure to check out The Mixer and also check out Spooning in the Apocalypse. Definitely yep, do that. my other um, podcast. That is Tavius' other podcast, which is also incredibly entertaining <laughs> uh, and, incredibly and not sci-fi safe for 
related. So <laughs> Star Trek adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Star- uh, sci-fi. Uh, yeah. There are references yeah, to Star Trek in it. That's Star true. Trek Cattywampus. Yes. Cattywampus. Yeah. So you'll fucking, you'll love it. Uh, and uh, thanks again for listening. Thanks to Ash and Tay for being here. And we're, um, I'll have you back. Thanks. Yay. 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 We did it. Find us in the collective at intothewormhole.show. On Instagram at intothewormhole.podcast. Into the Wormhole is brought to you by We Own This Town. No one can say technical jargon like LeVar Burton. No one. No one has the power. He says that, and I believe yes. his ass. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And that shit is bullshit.